Ladies and gentlemen. Ali, a sneaky right hand. Another sneaky right hand. This time he works over the shoulder of Foreman. Friday. It's uh, boxing because Showtime Sean Porter going to be in the house joining us here momentarily as he gets ready for his huge fight coming up against Terrence Crawford. And Double B, Brian Benowitz joins me here. I want to thank Marco D'Angelo for joining us the last hour. And uh, Trevor Maddich will be joining us, part of our Best bet segment. Always fun with that. And you go to the website, you can check it all out at tcmartinshow.com. Our best bets, three best college plays, three best NFL plays. Each and every week on fire for the most part. So you can check out Matt Holt's uh, picks, Scott Spritzer, our resident handicapper, and Trevor Maddich, Double B, yours truly, all up there at tcmartinshow.com. Double B, we have got some huge boxing events coming in the next uh, month, month and a half. Uh, we talked about uh, Showtime Sean Porter, our great friend, who will be fighting Terrence Crawford. This fight finally happened. And uh, i got to take some credit because we orchestrated this fight here at the Cosmopolitan, right in this very seat, when we, we, were, we were trying to put this thing together uh, way back when. And uh, Bob Arum came to the table and said, we got to have this fight done. So we're looking forward to that. That's on November 20th. we got Canelo Alvarez taking on Caleb Plant on November 6th. And next Saturday night, we've got... Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, three at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, it's 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 a it's like a, a renaissance in in boxing, which is great to see because uh, I'm not, I'm not a huge UFC guy. Uh, right. I like this uh, the, the tactical side. This, this, this you like the sweet science. The sweet science of boxing. Yes. It, it's it's an amazing sport. Uh, I remember it well because I believe that Showtime was all in orange. <laughs> you know, for his uh, his Cleveland Browns. And uh, it is great to see because it's a fantastic matchup. And that's what they're putting together now. They're putting together matchups that people want to see. And it's not just uh, somebody versus a, a cream puff and they're, you know, ducking everybody else. So this is really good to see. Uh, and let's see the, the best of the best fight. And that's what we're getting. Yep. Looking forward to that. All right. So we'll talk uh, some boxing this hour. Like I said, uh, best bets coming your way at the bottom of the hour here as well, too. But uh, no better place to be than the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. 
come over here to the sports book and check out everything. We've got college football tonight. We've got Iowa and Maryland. We've got BYU, Utah State, and then just a whole bunch of fantastic games, a good college card on Saturday, the NFL on Sunday, and then, yes, Raiders and Chargers Monday night football, this game in SoFi Stadium. So a great week to be here in Las Vegas. And, of course, I can talk not only about the gaming side, but, of course, just the fantastic food here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas and the entertainment. And a uh, fantastic job, of course, Double B by you and your staff. Here. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're, uh, we're very proud. we got a new, new restaurant that's open uh, right now called Super Frico yes. up by uh, Opium in our showroom over there. The grand opening is in a few weeks. Okay. But, Rick uh, James is playing right now. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, but it's a psychedelic ex- uh, yeah. Italian experience, right. and uh, uh, the early reviews are very, very positive. So uh, we'll have to get up there very soon. Yep. Look How at, was the French toast this morning? Was it, was it good? Out- outstanding. Yes. You know, so I it went, went to the Henry for lunch, and I, and I broke a... Broke my, I don't want to say broke my maiden, but uh, horse racing term, but I broke my tradition because yes. you, know, you know me. Once it gets past 10.29, it's, I'm I, lunch. Let, well, let me think. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be a uh, French onion. Yeah, exactly. Parlayed to uh, the Henry Burger. That, thank you very much. Yeah, okay, <laughs> with that bacon jam. That's it. But I haven't had the French toast in quite some time since Miss Saskatchewan and company were here. It's been such a long time. And I said, you know what? I'm breaking my tradition. Uh, I went in there at uh, 12.18 today. Uh one of the best times on the planet, 1218. Love, love that time. Uh, <laughs> birthday, by the way. That's why. Get it? Okay, there you go. All right, there you go. See, you wonder where I was going with that. And I said, you know what? And, and I told the server, I, I'm, I'm breaking my mold here. Uh, I have to have the French toast with the blueberries, with the strawberries, with the berries. It, it, it just piled on top of each other. So I went away from lunch, and I went for the late breakfast today with a side of bacon. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, I got a picture from the dentist chair. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, TC's enjoying himself while I'm about to get drilled on here. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but it was it, it, it's great. It's you know the Henry's a sleeper. It's 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 a, they do a phenomenal job over there. The service is great. And whether you want breakfast or lunch or a late night snack, it is a really really good plus for us uh, over here across from the barber shop uh, on the. I guess that would be what the north end of uh, the Cosmopolitan. If you get, if you can realize after you've been here for a while, what's the north end? Good yeah, luck I, to you. yeah. You better, you better start talking, uh, you know, uh, end zone or whatever, yeah. or whatever. Uh, here, here's here's a better version. Uh, I didn't send you this version. There no, that's go. that's top notch. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that is probably what's going to be posted later. Th- this is true right after the show. Yes, last week, uh, TC, uh, to, to let you know how popular in Block 16, we have a place called Ghost Donkey, and uh, our the, the people that were supposed to be here got late, got here late. Yes. So we got up there. It opens at 4. We were up at 4.13. It's mobbed. We couldn't get in. We had to go somewhere else. So. I've seen that before. Ghost Donkey is one of my favorites. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's said, a great Tequila spot. and, uh, and uh, nachos. Uh, people have found that, that green door at the donkey. They have. They found it, and they find it quick. I, so, I remember uh, Double B said, uh, you know, you have to find the donkey. Yes. That's what he said. And people would say, what, am I looking for a live donkey? For a painting? You have to find the donkey. And then again, there's there's a green door with a donkey. We find and once it. you open that, it's 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 uh, it's galactic. We call it the people want to be curious here. It's a playful place, and they come in, and we have all kinds of nooks and crannies. There's something in Super Frico called the Ski Lodge. Really? Yeah, that you you got to kind of find. It's where we used to spin vinyl in uh, Rose Rabbit Lie over there. Now it's a different little yes. setup. So. Yes. Yeah, so we've transferred that. Of course, the barber shop. We've got a lot of fun things over here for uh, uh, people to find and enjoy. And, you know, there's a pizza place we never talk about, but you might be able to find it somewhere in here. Secret Pizza. That's all I'm going to say. That's yes. it. And it, legendary. I mean, every time that I come in this place, or I go uh, in the elevator, people have uh, the pizza boxes, and they go, Secret Pizza. Yes. It, it's just it's phenomenal. Well, it, it's the best. You know, Cat and Chad were here last week, and after the uh, – um, 
Vegas Golden Knights game, they said, we got to do it. we got to do it. I didn't know Chad's family had a pizza place, you know, back in, in Nova Scotia. So he grew up with it. He said, this is just like, it's like going home to find this over here. So that was, uh, that was awesome. I had a slice of pizza after the game. And Here's the thing. You, you won't even say it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even say secret pizza. You just said there's this. You know, this pizza. You, you we don't. We, we don't market it. We don't talk about it. It just exists. People come up. They find me. They're all excited. But you can Where's secret s- pizza. I go. What, what, what pizza are you talking you about? You can say secret pizza because you're not saying the name of the place. The place doesn't even have a name. There's an establishment. There's no sign. Is there's there? an establishment somewhere in here where you can get a slice. That's what you can. <laughs> or more. <laughs> or more. Yes, you get a whole pizza. Absolutely. In the hours too. It's like. Never close. It seems yeah, well, like. well, for those of you that are up late, not TC and I, it's open till four in the morning, <laughs> and so uh, it's I got a long line for those people that are maybe craving a late night snack, and uh, they do that sometimes here in Las Vegas. Great stuff, the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. All right, my friend, uh, we're going to get into best bets a little bit later on here, but uh, give me some thoughts of of some of the games maybe that we have not t- touched on yet that pique your interest for Saturday. Okay, I, I missed the first part, so I, I apologize if, if we didn't touch on it. Uh, a couple of games I thought were very, very intriguing to me was uh, Indiana at Penn State. Uh, to me, the number looked a little shy at 12.5. I thought it would be more like 16 or 17. Did, what, did you have any opinion on that game? Here's the thing. I really wanted to play Indiana in this game because I remember how tough they played Penn State the last couple seasons. And, uh, you know, Michael Penix has was was a great quarterback until he got injured last year, but he has come back and been dreadful so far this year. He has just been very, very bad. And, you know, Marco D'Angelo brought up a pretty good point, too. That it's going to be tough for Penn State to match their last home outing when they played Auburn in the whiteout game, and that was, that was fantastic two weeks ago. But I like Indiana in the spot, and I'm thinking that, okay, 12 points looks kind of juicy, but if you line it up, Indiana has been very, very disappointing. I mean, they looked horrible against Iowa. They had this this terrible scheduling situation where they went to Western Kentucky. They went, as a Big Ten team, they went to Western Kentucky, and they were favored by nine. They won by two. It was another ugly game. I can't trust Indiana. As much as I think that they will probably play this game very, very tough and, and maybe even have a chance to beat Penn State, they'll play it close. I'm afraid to get on the Indiana Hoosier wagon here. I think they were overvalued when the year started. They were, a lot of people were high on them, and that's kept their numbers inflated. I think that they're yeah. not as good as this as, as people think. Sure. As, as they say in horse racing, sometimes the teams bounce. This team looks like the Minnesota of last year, where they just kind of bounce. They're yeah. just not quite the same team. When you're thinking of what they what you saw towards the end of last year, uh, sticking in the Big Ten. When the year started, I would have probably thought Ohio State would be favored by 35 (laughs) against Rutgers. The spread is only 15. That jumped off the page, and I I, I didn't really get much time to analyze the game. Did you have an opinion on that one? Yeah, I think uh, here it is. You're looking at Ohio State and not really trusting them now. It's taken some time for those lines to come down, and they just haven't been covering and when you when you look at the situation with Rutgers, this is a team that you know Greg Schiano, who used to be at Ohio State as, as an assistant. I mean, he, or, or you know, in the Big Ten there, that uh, you figure, okay, this guy can recruit, and they're going to come to play. But then you know they had the incident that we talked about on the show last week, where they had the their two of their defensive stars got arrested for you know paintball incident. So I that got me off the game last week against Michigan, mm-hmm. even though you know they they did play him tough. So I think there are some people out there that are buying that Rutgers is is this new and improving program because they did get off to the 3-0 and start just like that. So, uh, you know, for me, I can see why the Ohio State line has dropped down uh, a little bit. 
But is it enough? I think people still are thinking like, okay, Ohio State, they're going to be able to put up 42, 49, because uh, that's what they used to do against Rutgers. But uh, it's an intriguing game. It really is. The, the only other one I'd really like to touch on with you, um, how about Oregon State favored yeah. against Washington? Nobody ever when this year started would have gone anywhere near that number. Yeah, Washington doesn't have a lot of love right now. They really as, don't. As you know, after, and they've played very poorly. Yeah, after they went to Michigan and uh, if people saw – what a fraudulent team they were, yeah. and then you know now then they, uh, they they go home. They've been unimpressive as well too. So interesting in in the Stanford situation as well too. I mean they talked about last week. We were afraid to bet on that game because we didn't know what was going to happen. Which UCLA team is going to show up? And the better talented team won. Now is David Shaw's team going to fall two weeks in a row at home? That's a question mark too in that game. That's yeah, that, that, that's one of my best bets, and okay. uh, I, I do have an opinion on that because. Uh, uh, and we'll talk about it during the best bets because I, I think that uh, I think now we know who Stanford is. There we go. And uh, we didn't going into that. All right. We'll get to our best bets uh, coming down to the bottom of the hour. But right now we turn our attention to the sweet science, the squared circle. And my main man is in the house, the two-time welterweight champ, getting ready for a huge fight. Probably the biggest fight of his career. I think he'll admit that himself too. Showtime, Sean Porter in the house. Yeah. Welcome back, my man. Tell you what, I just heard Stanford. Uh, I got Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team. <laughs> Beyond that, man, I, I hope he comes back and, and is able to stay healthy. Uh, an electrifying player. Hard to see him go down. And for me, it wasn't about my fantasy when I saw him go down. It was right. about seeing him at Stanford. Right. It's hard to come into the league and do exactly what you did in college. Yeah. I'm sure he did it in, in high school yeah. and do that as a professional in the NFL. And He's been able to do that co- uh, injury last year. Now the hamstring this year is hard to see. And beyond my fantasy, I was like, man, I hope he comes back and, and uh, he's able to really perform the way we've right. seen him perform right. this last few years. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's done amazing things. I think yeah. he's getting too many touches, though. Yeah. As much as they use him, there's just so many hits. There's only so many cuts you can take, and then it, it wears you down. That That's a tough sport. The Toast has him on both his teams, too. So, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, the other side of that, too, is when you're playing on a Panthers offense that revolves around you, mm-hmm. I think now you said it, and I think that the coaching staff, now they're going to realize that or understand that we got to use them here and there and figure out the best ways to use them opposed to using them every single possession. Right. Absolutely. you got to spell these guys because uh, there's only – so many you get that kid from minnesota that ibrahim the, the, yeah. the first game he was having 29 carries in the third quarter well guess what he got hurt yeah exactly. you, over, you overused him you yeah. got to use the right. you, got, you got other people on your 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 team that you're going to have to use and rely on yeah showtime sean porter in the house you disappointed us man uh-oh. Where's your Browns gear? Yeah, I mean, Come on. I, I, can't uh, I mean, he's double B sitting there going, so he's wearing his orange. He's so and, orange. Browns, and he's showing up in blue today. Yeah. What, what's this? Rams blue? Chargers uh, blue? What do you got? I got nothing for you, man. Uh, you can best believe I'm watching every single weekend, though. Yeah, I know that. You can, you can believe that. And uh, well, last time during football season, you were, do- you were decked out in Browns you know, gear. Yeah, yeah, I think I had a reason to. Right yeah. now, I think everybody's aware of who the Browns are. I don't have to walk around with them on all the time now and remind people. I think people. Oh, you don't have to pimp them out anymore is what you're saying, right? They kind of speak for themselves now, right? His, his work is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. How about your brownies, man? How are you feeling? I, I feel pretty good. Uh, two and one, I think, is what yeah. I expected at this point. I think now we we have to show up against Minnesota. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins, he's he's liable to do anything any week. And we yeah. it, it, I hate for that to be the week we play them. Uh, I think our, our, uh, second, um, our secondary has looked pretty soft this this year yeah. to this point they picked it up last year but i mean last week but we're playing against a rookie 
you know so i didn't really take too much against uh, away from it last week but i think if if our secondary shows up this week a lot like they did last week against kirk cousin and 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 that offense then i think we got something brewing but you know, when you take a look at our, our roster offensively and defensively, it says that we do. We just got to show up and play. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's been fantastic in the running game, one of the best in the NFL. You yeah. got to bring Nick Chubb back there and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. And, you know, he Baker Mayfield basically has lost, you know, his, his favorite receiver in Jarvis Landry. But yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. has come back. Give yeah. me some thoughts on that. You know, I I really was hoping we got Odell in the in the end zone last week. I think that that's pivotal for, for Odell. You got to keep Odell happy. And I don't think it's about targeting him, targeting him, targeting him. But I think you got to be selective at the moments. Around that end zone is when you have to be thinking, Odell, how do we get Odell in the end zone? And so, you know, he's not as dynamic as Jarvis Landry, but he is a dynamic athlete. And I think that uh, if Baker's able to find him this week, we're, we're, we're smooth sailing in this game against the Vikings. Do, do you hear this guy? I mean, he's sitting there, he does, <laughs> you know, with Fox and NBC, he's doing the commentary. Now he's doing football. Has NBC hit you up about doing Sunday Night Football yet? They haven't yet, but listen, <laughs> Look at this. I, knew, I knew we were going we're gonna to talk me, but I was like, you know what, let me go back to the Stafford thing real quick and let's show off a little bit of football IQ yeah. real quick. <laughs> you, you know when we have you on, we're going to talk about it all. Yeah. Yeah. Once he T.O.'s or K.O.'s Crawford, they're yeah. going to be all over him for yeah. Sunday Night Football. Exactly, right. That's it. Uh, all right, my man, it's here. Uh, Sean Porter, yeah. Terrence Crawford, November 20th, the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Um, WBO welterweight title. You are fighting in Vegas. How many times have we talked about it? I was about to You're say, like, let's, let's, let's even, let's go uh. for a past effect that I'm fighting Terrence Crawford. We've had many of conversations yeah. about me getting in the ring with Terrence. Let's talk about us, me fighting in Vegas. Yes. We said, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I've been here, I think, eight years now, and it's only happened twice. So right. to get this fight. At this point in time in Vegas, man, I'm 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 really in, man. I'm on cloud nine, and I don't intend on coming down. Yeah, and we can see that, man. Yeah. I, we know how much you've wanted this fight, and again, how much you've wanted to fight here in Vegas. That we've all been clamoring for, it, and it's great. Take us through this windy road. And I was joking with Double B here before you got here about, you know, hey, I think we we supplanted and cemented this fight last time you were on the show or even yeah. two times before that about, you yeah. know, okay, come on, Bob, you know, yeah. let's pay Sean the money, let's get the, the yeah. deal done. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's done. But uh, real quick, kind of take everyone through the winding road, how we got to this fight. Oh, Lord. finally. Yeah. Well, shoot, um, you talk about crossing the, the, the streets. On one side of the street, you got Sean Porter with PBC, that promotional company. Really doesn't work with Top Rank and Terrence Crawford. However, we have seen Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder twice, now almost a, three time, a third time next week. And so I hold on to the fact that it could happen, you know. And so I think it was just a matter of my patience, my understanding that I really didn't want anything else. No other fighter, no other fight, no other event than this fight with Terrence Crawford. And so I think um, the patience between this pandemic happening last year, the patience of people wanting me to get in the ring with nobody, doesn't matter who, doesn't matter when, get, just get back in the ring. You need to stay visible. And me saying, no, it's got to be Terrence. I have to fight the best of the best. And him on the other side saying, you know, there's really nobody else for me. I'll be everybody you put in front of me. Nobody respects that. Who can you get for me? And... It happens to be the WBO said, hey, we're going to mandate you fight Showtime Sean Porter. And I think that uh, I think that, that was really the deciding factor. I think if that 
belt, the WBO, if that sanctioning body doesn't say you have to fight Showtime, Sean Porter, I really don't think Terrence Crawford would be, would be getting in the ring with me. Uh, not to say that he's a, that he's scared of me or anything like that. I think he would have picked, picked someone else uh, uh, to get in the ring with, even with that PBC on that PBC uh, side. Uh, but WBO said Sean Porter's the man. We're going to do it. This is the date, and here it is, November 20th. I think it's a long time coming, but I think that this is really going to be the fight of the year. I'm going to say that right now, and I think that um, a year that was starting to that, that looked great, I think right around March or April it looked great, and then it started things started to kind of turn, and you're like, ah, this isn't the it started, year. It started with a postponement with Fury Wilder. Fury Wilder, and then after that it was T.O. and Cambosis, right. and then it just kind of trickled down from there, and then you see now Wilder Fury's coming back, and now we got... Caleb Plant and uh, Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. And right here, Showtime, Sean Porter, and, Ty and Terrence Crawford in the year, November 20th. There's nothing better coming after myself and Terrence Crawford. All three of these fights in Vegas, too. All three in Vegas, all three. They're, they're October, top notch, October, November, too. November. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. yeah. yeah. It's and all you great. got top knot. Boom, boom, boom. So yeah. this is the year for boxing. Yeah, where, where it should be for crying out loud. Absolutely. August 22nd, 2020. Yeah. So the last time you were in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? And we've talked about this before about, you know, the inactivity and all that stuff. And again, nothing, you know, beyond your control with all this stuff. Yeah. How frustrating has it been for you? And then now I can just see the excitement in you that this is not only you're back in the ring because you're always excited about get back in the ring because you're not in there often enough. And again, no fault of your own. And people need to realize that you've yeah. been wanting <laughs> to fight. Yeah. You know, and you and you keep yourself busy. And a lot of people think, well, he's into the broadcasting because we see him on Fox and we see him on NBC. Yeah. We see him doing all this stuff here. Yeah. But the frustration level for you. The enthusiasm is because it's Terrence Crawford. Right. Uh, if it was someone else in, in, in Vegas, I wouldn't be this excited, to be honest with you. That all of the enthusiasm is because it's Terrence Crawford. The wait, I think I understood what I was waiting for. So it really wasn't that frustrating for me. And I think the frustrating part was my dad is my manager saying, hey, who's it going to be? Hey, give me a list. Hey, we yeah. got to do July. We got to do yeah. August. Yeah. We got to do, you got to do, you got to. And me just saying, you know, I'm, I'm just being quiet, you know. And I knew that there was a reason. And it just, it, it's, it's coming, you know what I mean? So I think that uh, there wasn't really much, there wasn't much frustration for me. From a waiting standpoint, mm -hmm. I think moving forward, that that is me as a uh, as an ambassador for boxing. I wanna I wanna um, encourage these other fighters to get in the ring more. Right. Doesn't matter if you're a champion or you you're someone on uh, mm -hmm. up and coming. Get in the ring more. This is the only way you can create a fan base. Hold on to your fan base and make sure your fan base mm -hmm. is there for you after boxing. I think I just fell into some some unique situations right. where Fox came around, NBC out of nowhere, right. Triller now. You've invited me on a ton, and I think that I've I've managed to stay alive yeah. in, in the boxing world where a lot of fighters kind of fall behind because they aren't visible. So I think, you know, I, I think to this point, man, I've just done all the right things. Yeah. Uh, and I, at this point, i got nothing to be frustrated about at all. You Absolutely. know, I'm just waiting my time. Perfect. And it's uh, go. going to happen on November 20th at the Mandalay Bay. Showtime, Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford. How's this slate? The 18th, you got a VGK game against the uh, the Red Wings. <laughs> on the 19th, you got Michigan coming to town to play UNLV. 
Oh, on wow. the 20th, you got this fight of the year. Yeah. And then on the 21st, you got the Raiders and Bengals. That's true. Look right? at that. That's a slate. Then if you wait one more day, the 23rd, UCLA and Gonzaga in town. This town's alive. That's true. Yeah, it's a sports town now. And it is. And it's in. Have you been to a Raider game yet? Not yet. Oh, my Not goodness. Yet. It is. It's, 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 it's like a college atmosphere. It's, yeah, yeah, it's no. electric. Of course, the games have been insane. I'm not surprised. But it's yeah. been fun, and, and people are ready to go, and it just shows this town was ready ready for sports. It's hosted boxing in the past. It's hosted UFC. Now we bring the other sports on. What a run. What a run of a yeah. few days there. It's yeah. always been the entertainment capital of the world. It's yeah. been the boxing capital of the world. It's Now it's the sports capital of the world, and, yeah. and, that's, and that's very true. All right, I'm going to ask you to take off your commentator headset right now, and now we get into the the Showtime Sean Porter fighter. I know you've broken down Terrence Crawford, you know, when he was fighting other opponents, but now that he's in front of you, yeah. Yeah. what do you see Sean Porter, <sighs> the opponent? You know what? And, and I don't know, man. I feel like I contradict every rule in life. <laughs> you know, like, and people want to know what's coming. People want to know what's going to happen. And you want to be prepared. I'm definitely going to prepare, but... Well, I already know what's going to happen. Talking so that, to my dad no, today... Right. I said, you know what? I get this kid. He he goes three or four rounds as an orthodox against most fighters, and then he will switch and go southpaw. He'll try to bully other guys, and he'll and he'll get his way when he turns southpaw, and then he just dominates everybody he gets in the ring with. I said, Dad, I got a feeling this dude is gonna come into the ring southpaw. I got a feeling if that's not working, then he may try to change up. I don't know what he's gonna do. But I do know I will be prepared for everything. This dude is an athlete. This dude's fast. He's quick, very intuitive, very smart in the ring. But I don't think he's 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 been in the ring with anyone that's been at that same level. Right. And I think that I spoke with Caleb Plant um, three days ago. When you think when the when you when, when it's a thinking match, just as much as it is an athletic match and a physical game and all that, it really has come down to who's who's more prepared. And I, and I think that um, even though I'm not exactly sure exactly which Terrence Crawford's going to come to the ring, I know a confident Terrence Crawford's going to come to the ring. I know a prepared, in shape, uh, uh, ready for it all Terrence Crawford's going to come to the ring. But I'm not sure how he's going to react once I start to take control. Yeah. And that's something he's never had to deal with. Terrence is a, is a very assertive fighter in the ring. But he's never been in the ring with someone as assertive and me, more assertive. That's kind of who I am in the ring. I take control. I make sure you don't get comfortable. And then the fight plays out the way I want it to play out. I, I got no problem saying that right now because I do it. That's who I am, and that's my DNA, and I'm never going to go away from it. So with that being said, man, we got a great, exciting match. I think we got a very uh, great boxing match. Uh, it's going to be physical, and uh, it's it's going to be one for the ages, man. But I, I will tell you, I'm not exactly sure exactly which Terrence is going to come to the ring yet. And I think that that is uh, a great element for yes. the fans as well. What we do know, and probably the, the biggest glaring stat or whatever you want to say about this fight is, is that you have been in with the best. You've been in with numerous world champions, and that's undeniable. Yeah. Terrence Crawford has not. Yeah. I mean, because of the situation that you said with most of the great welterweights being under the PBC umbrella, Crawford has had to wait and wait, and he's had to basically take lesser fighters. Yeah. He has not fought anybody yeah. like you style-wise, yeah. but just experience-wise. Yeah. And to me, that is the big factor of this fight. One thing that I'm about is beating the odds. A lot of, like I said, I think I contradict everything in life. 
that's kind of who I am. And so people always say numbers don't lie. And I'm like, uh, you show me the numbers. I'm going to make sure <laughs> they tell some fibs. Right. But when you take a look at the numbers, every fighter that I've been in the ring with, their, their uh, punch output increases because of me. Right. Their activity in the ring increases because of me. Uh, punch uh, – uh, power punches, the uh, uh, numbers of number of, of punches they've sustained, punches they they they've hit me. Everything increases when you get in the ring with me. And so, in saying that, you can look at Terence Crawford and his numbers. They don't match mine. My numbers and every every component are better than his. They're higher than his. And that what I'm saying is, when we get into the ring. He's going to have to increase everything that he does in order to beat me. It's a very hard thing to do. It's easy to do for four rounds. It's easy to do for six or eight. You got to do that for 12. You got to be consistent. Here's the thing. My numbers are consistent. It's not eat. It's not hard for me to say these things because I'm consistent. Correct. And that's the difference. That's a big difference in this fight. The big thing that we have talked about before when it's talking about you fighting Terrence Crawford is you both of you guys said you really didn't want to fight each other because yeah. you had that friendship, <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Sitting here with you now, this seems like yeah. that's <laughs> out the door, right? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that feeling to yeah. where we are now. You know what? what here's, here's the funny thing. I've always said that, and, and uh, I've always said that, you know, we, we made the decision. We wouldn't fight each other. But I've never been one to air what what behind what, what happens behind closed doors for me always stays behind closed doors we had a conversation last year and i said hey do you mind if i talk about this do you mind if i tell people he said no i said well listen this is what i'm gonna say and i told him what i would say hey we had a conversation he told me now's not the time so i backed up i backed off i'll give you another example i i, I said some things on my podcast about bill haney and Devin haney building like what i said he Another, one thing led to another, got his number, called him up. We had an hour conversation. I said, hey, do you mind if I say this? Do you mind if I say that? He said, no, champ, go ahead. Whatever he told me I couldn't say, you never right. hear about it. With Terrence, I called. I text. I called. I text. This is our agreement. But those calls and those texts went un. There was no response. There was no answer. I started to reach out to other people. Hey, man, let Terrence know. You know, I just, just want to say what's up. I'm not calling to make a fight. I just want to say what's up. Call, text, nothing. I said, all right. Then what happens from this point? It happens. Because I I did not spoil the agreement we had. You did. You didn't answer the phone. You didn't answer the text. You went dark. Uh, other, I reached out to other people. We know people. You could have said something. You didn't. And so the fight happened the way that it did. I, I'm, I'm so grateful to the WBO because they stepped up in a way that I didn't have to or he didn't have to or anybody else. And it just happened the way that it did. So, yeah, no, um, I, I, I still consider us friends. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the press conference. We're going to do one uh, the day of Tyson Fury and, 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 and Deontay Wilder. I'm going to ask him, yo, hey. I, you know, how good of friends are we now? I just want to know from your standpoint right. because uh, if we're not friends at all, then I'll let it all go. But if you if you anticipate okay. us having a friendship after uh, this, then uh, I'll still smile at this point. Maybe I'll ask that question. Okay, <laughs> that, would be, that would be my question. It might be good coming from somebody else. There it might go. be a little better coming from there somebody you else. Go. All right. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Looking forward to this November the 20th. Showtime, Sean Porter and Terrence Crawford. Final thing on this fight. Um, Bob Arum, top rank, promoting this fight. How do you feel about that? I'll make sure it gets done. 
<laughs> That's how I feel about it. I'll make sure it gets done. Yeah. I, another here's a, okay. So here's a funny one. Uh, we were talking. Hey, do we wanted to go to purse bid? Do we want to make a deal? So on and so forth. And I said, hey, you know, I don't know about top rank PBC making this fight. I don't know about the promotion. Da 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 da. We went. We decided to make the deal. And as soon as the deal was made, and they made the announcement and all that. My dad and I, we started getting on the phone, setting up our own press conferences and all that kind of stuff. And we got a call from my advisor. Pump the brakes. Don't disrespect anyone. Let Top Rank do their thing, and then you can do their thing. So you best believe social media, everything. I did a lot to promote my fight with Errol Spence Jr. I intend to do more, and I intend this fight to be even bigger than that that Errol Spence Jr. fight was. And it will be. It will be because of... Bob Ehrman, top-ranked boxing. A lot of uh, a lot of people are in your corner, yeah. and they want to see this fight. Yeah, yeah. A lot of icons and 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 yeah. and, um, and and important people were at that fight. A lot of uh, big name people were at that fight with, with Errol Spence Jr. A lot more are going to be at this one. You got it. All right, yeah. we're looking forward to it, man. It's great. Showtime, Sean Porter in the house. All right, you going to hang with us for some best bets? You going to put your Cleveland Browns on on the ticket? Ohio State Buckeyes, maybe? Yeah, I would. Hang tight tight with us. Uh, Showtime in the house. Always love having him here. When we come back, Trevor Maddich is going to join us from ESPN, and we'll give you our best bets live from the Cosmopolitan. It is a football-slash-boxing Friday on the T.C. Martin Show. This is Showtime, Sean Porter. You know I'm tuning in to the T.C. Martin Show. Live from the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas on this Friday afternoon, T.C. Martin, Brian Benowitz, and the champ Showtime Sean Porter joins us. And Sean getting ready for his fight November the 20th here at the Mandalay Bay, right down the street here for the WBO Welterweight Championship. Fight of the year, Porter Crawford. We look forward to it. All right, it is time for our Best Bet segment where we give you our three best college plays, three best NFL, and it's now... It's Football Friday, and time for the weekend's action. Here's the best bets. All right, it is time to rock and roll, and joining us is our good friend from ESPN. Does a fantastic job on the college side, and of course, the former NFL player, and he covers the NFL as well, too. We're talking about the 15-time Emmy Award winner, Trevor Maddich. What is going on, big fella? T.C. Martin had a good week last week. Looking forward to another one. There it is. Trevor Match is rocking. He's rolling. He's strolling. He's moving. He's grooving. Trevor, start us off on the college side. Your three best bets. All right. Army has already been good to me. And I'm going with them again. They play at Ball State. They're laying a lot of points for them. They're laying nine. And that worries me a little bit. Except Ball State has been a hot mess this year. They haven't covered at all all season long, and they're giving up five yards per rush. Ball State is one of the worst rush defenses in all of college football, while Army is rushing for 344 yards a game. And I think that will be the difference. And the thing about Ball State is normally they have an offense that can make up for a porous defense, but this year the offense is only averaging 17 points a game, and that's with a normal amount of drive opportunities. Army will limit those Ball State drive opportunities. I go with Army. I lay the nine. Then Fresno State is playing at Hawaii, and they're laying ten and a half points. You're seeing a theme here with me. I'm out on a limb with favorites that are laying a lot of points today. But Fresno State, I think, is not laying enough points because of the tough game they played against UNLV last week. They just come off a win against UCLA. 
And they kind of got hit in the mouth by UNLV. Had to come back late to win the thing. And I think that's good for this number. Because Fresno State is absolutely one of the best passing teams in the country with quarterback Jake Hayner and that deep group of wide receivers. And they're playing a Rainbow Warriors defense that gives up a ton of points and they give up a ton of passing yards. Now, Hawaii can throw the ball pretty well themselves. The difference is that Fresno's pass defense is one of the better ones in the country, and they're averaging three sacks per game. It's a ferocious pass rush. I'm going with Fresno State. I'm laying ten and a half. And then Ohio State burned me a couple of weeks ago. After losing to Oregon, I thought that they would come out against Tulsa the next week and show the world that they are the Ohio State Buckeyes we know and love. And that game was a seven-point game with three minutes to go. And Ohio State didn't get it done. Rutgers, I think, is a lot better than people give them credit for. But I think this is the game that Ohio State will come out against a Big Ten opponent, a quality opponent, and cover this spread. They're laying 15 at Rutgers. And even though Rutgers' defense is pretty good, they haven't faced the kind of balanced offense that Ohio State can put out there. I mean, Ohio State right now is second in the nation in total yards per game. And their passing attack, I think, will break out against this Rutgers secondary. Plus, Rutgers' offense, they're, they're, they're okay. They grind it out. But they can't make big plays. I think that'll be the difference. The Buckeyes' big plays, especially in the passing game, to cover that 15-point spread. All right, Trevor Maddox coming strong. Double B, who do you got on the college side? Well, I'm going to start off with a total, TC. That's right, a oh, total. No. Oh, no. I, can't uh, I was this. trying to break down this Texas-TCU game, and I came down to one thing, points. Points, points, points. TCU versus Cal. They gave up 32 points and 442 yards. TCU versus SMU, and these are home games. They gave up 42 points and 595 yards. Texas has put up 70, 58, and 38 in their victories. And when they lost, they gave up 40 points and 471 yards. This game flies over. It might be over in the third quarter. Wow. Over 50, over 65. Okay. Uh, next, I this I took Oregon. I laid the seven um, against Stanford at Stanford. And this is primarily just a bet against Stanford. I definitely gave them too much credit when they dismantled SC. And then they went across the country and they beat what we thought was an SEC team. Vandy's terrible. They're a horrible team. And I gave them too much. Their offense is dreadful and their defense isn't much better. UCLA went into Palo Alto. They ran for 200 yards and they passed. DTR passed for 250 yards, winning by 11 going away. There's no reason for me to believe that Oregon can't do the exact same. Lastly, I'm going to lay seven again. I'm going to take Florida minus seven at Kentucky. Hey, it's time for me to admit it. I did not think Florida was very good coming into the year. They're way better than I anticipated. They almost beat Big Bad Bama uh, uh, in everything. Everything pointed for a letdown against Tennessee, and there might have been a little letdown, but they just simply pulled away with a very, very good balanced attack and a defense that shut down the Vols. Zero points in the second half. Kentucky's undefeated. They're 4-0. But really, T.C., who have they played? Monroe. Mizzou, Chattanooga, South Carolina. And by the way, that win against South Carolina, that was ugly. Uh, one thing that's really overlooked because they're 4-0 is they don't protect the ball. How many times do you think they fumbled the ball so far this year in four games? 14 times. You do that against Florida, it's a recipe for disaster. It's going to be over to halftime. Lay the seven. Okay, I like it. All right, uh, I'm going to go to Camp Randall Stadium, Wisconsin and Michigan. Double B, you think you know who I like in this one, huh? Yeah. Well, I Michigan do. is four and zero. They have beat uh, you know less than stellar co- uh, opponents here, and all of those games at home. This is the first time that Big Blue is going to go on the road. This time. Facing a Wisconsin team at Camp Randall, that's going to be a chore. Guess what? Michigan has lost the last 
five in Madison. Let's make it six here. Wisconsin D is not the problem. The Wisconsin D held Notre Dame to nine yards rushing. Think about that. Nine yards rushing. And then against Penn State a couple weeks ago, they held the Nittany Lions to 50 yards. All right, so the O is definitely struggling, but guess what? So is Michigan's. Neither team has a quarterback. Mertz and McNamara, they both stink. They're horrible. I'm banking on on Wisconsin being able to run the football here with Malusi finding a way to win at Camp Randall Stadium. Wisconsin is not as bad as their one and two record indicates. I'm taking whiskey over Big Blue, my friend. And then I'm going to go over here to uh, Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State and Oklahoma. OU is 4-0, but they have not been convincing at all. They were lucky to beat West Virginia last week. As a matter of fact, they didn't hold a lead until the game-winning field goal on the final play of the game. OU has been a little bit lucky, and they are they're very questionable. Of the three uh, decent teams that they've beaten, all right, three decent teams because they had a 176-0 victory over, you know, whatever. Who that, I don't know who that was. Cosmopolitan than you, but it doesn't matter. I mean, each game, they've won by seven points or less. I like K-State because they can run the ball. They got Deuce Vaughn. He's rushed for over 100 yards in each of the three of the past four games. Last week, he didn't get a chance to do it because they fell behind against Oklahoma State, but K-State's defense, still pretty good. K-State plus 11 and a half. And finally, LSU and Auburn. Since LSU's lost to UCLA Double B, which you were at at the Rose Bowl, They've gotten it together, and I, I like LSU in this spot. They won three in a row. They were in Mississippi State last week, a tough place to play, and we remember last year how they were embarrassed by Mississippi State. This wasn't, uh, you know, this was a difficult situation for them, and they passed the test the last week against that crazy Mississippi Rick Leach, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, offense there. LSU has found their rhythm. Their defense is still pretty good, and Auburn struggled mightily last week against Georgia State. This is a night game in Baton Rouge. We know what that means. Short number here, LSU minus three. That's who I'm going with. All right. We go to the NFL side. Trevor Maddich, give us your NFL. All right. I'm going to take the banged-up Titans to cover six-and-a-half points against the Jets. They're banged-up, too. The thing about it, though, is that the Jets haven't scored a touchdown in about two games. They are really struggling on offense with rookie quarterback Zach Wilson. It's not really Wilson's fault. His best offensive lineman, left tackle, Makai Becton, is out. The rest of the offensive line is not performing all that well. He doesn't have the skilled people around him playing at a high enough level right now. And so Wilson, much like Sam Darnold before him, is trying to make something happen without enough time to do it. And he's forcing the ball into places that he shouldn't force the ball in an effort to win the game. And a lot of those are getting picked off. And I see that happening against the Titans because the Titans are going to throw Derrick Henry at these Jets. And the Jets' defense is terrible, but they will wear down because their offense won't grind out long drives to help them out. And I think Derrick Henry will be the key to this game. There's some injuries in the passing game for Tennessee. A.J. Brown, Julio Jones won't play. Ryan Tannehill will have a limited roster of people to throw to, but it won't matter because one of the people that he'll throw to is Derrick Henry who's starting to get some catches and get the ball out in space and bludgeon little guys on the perimeter instead of big guys in the middle. So I go with Tennessee, lay the six and a half over the Jets. Then Green Bay, minus six and a half against Pittsburgh and Lambeau. I say take the Packers, lay the points. Again, it's a big thing for me here. Part of it is the injuries that Pittsburgh has. I mean, some of their best defensive players 
are going to be banged up, including T.J. Watt. Whether or not he plays uh, is not really relevant. He won't be T.J. Watt, and they need T.J. Watt at the highest he can play because the Steelers right now on offense are a hot mess. Roethlisberger is playing like a, a, a nearly 40-year-old quarterback that's been banged up a lot. He's just not the same big Ben that we know. His offensive line is not protecting him very well. They're not running the ball all that great. And Pittsburgh needs the defense to be disruptive. And without a fully healthy T.J. Watt, they won't be disruptive. Green Bay, when they lost to New Orleans, got blown out in week one, ever since then they've looked like the Green Bay Packers that we expected this year. Pittsburgh beat Buffalo in week one. That was a shocker. But ever since then, they've looked incredibly weak. These are two teams heading in different directions. And I'd say take the Packers, lay the six and a half. And then Houston is at Buffalo. Now, this is this is a tough one for me. Remember the theme, take the favorite, lay the points. Well, this one is a, a huge point spread. I mean, Buffalo is laying 17 against Houston in Buffalo. But I say lay the points. Tyrod Taylor, the Texas, Texas starting quarterback, is out. And Davis Mills, in his first start last week, full start, did okay. Didn't throw any interceptions. It was a loss, but he was okay. But he's still a rookie quarterback that wasn't supposed to play. He was supposed to be third string or practice squad. But Deshaun Watson, uh, not available. Tyrod Taylor got hurt. And so here they go, right? And so the defense of Houston is a hot mess. They're not really very good, even though their stats are helped by having faced the Jaguars. Anytime you're a defense that faces Jacksonville early in the season, that's going to really help your stats. Even so, Houston's not going to be able to slow down this Buffalo offense. And Buffalo is a team that likes to crush you. Crush you. They've won their last two games by a combined score of 78-21. to 21. They, they don't want to be like Belichick. Get ahead, take the air out of the game. Nah, they want to harm your spirit. And this <laughs> Texas team is in great peril of having great damage done to their soul. <laughs> Thank you very much, Trevor Maddich. All right. Showtime Sean Porter, the two-time welterweight champ, soon to be three-time welterweight champ. Give us your three best NFL. <sighs> Listen, uh, do you ever <laughs> – because I, I speak a little bit of Spanish, right? Yeah. But when, when, when I'm speaking to someone who only speaks Spanish, after they talk for so long, I'm like, I'm in and out. Like, I understand right. some of it, and then I'm lost. And then, I, I mean, listening to that guy, listening to you guys, I'm like, why am I still here? I should have got, <laughs> got up and left. I got nothing that, for you guys. That's I got, awful hard to I got follow some Trevor. names of some teams, <laughs> and that's about it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Dude, last time you were you went undefeated. I so got, you better give it to the phone. Stop it. No, did I really? Yeah, I did I really. Oh, well, hey, hey. The phone is not there. I don't know. Here's my confidence. Uh, I got the Browns beating the Vikings. I think that both both of these teams, quarterbacks have to show up. Defense has to show up. But if you if you if if you measure us team for team, talent for talent, the Browns are better than the Vikings. The Browns should beat the Vikings. I got the Rams beating the Cardinals. I think that um who the who, who the Rams got uh, uh pitching the ball now? Uh, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Stafford. They got and Stafford is on a roll. I don't think it's gonna stop this weekend against the Cardinals. And I got 
Uh, the Raiders beating the Chargers. I think that's a really good game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I got the the, char- uh, the Raiders uh, beating the Chargers. You do totally fine. Yeah. yeah. No, no, not not the same. Not the same. Uh, not the same. Uh, 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 now I now same. I know why it's the holy war when BYU plays Utah. The passion yeah. that Trevor brought to they're going to harm their soul. That's what he said. <laughs> Buffalo wanted to do. That was great. Yeah, hey, that, I mean, that was fantastic. I was, I, I was like, yeah. why am I still here? <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo wants to harm your soul. I, I love that. I'm going to steal that down the road sometime. I'm going to bring it out, but I'm going to tell it was Trevor's call. Well, listen, if, if you were handicapped in boxing, yeah. then you'd be the one yeah. going windy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, for yeah. sure. That, that was that was awesome. <laughs> I'm going to take what I think is the premier game of the week. What is that, TC? That's, the, of course, the Washington Football Club versus the Atlanta <laughs> no, Falcons. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> I think Atlanta found a way to win. I don't know why they're a dog at home. I'm taking the Falcons. I think they got a better QB, and uh, they're going to finally get that, stuck, that sucker rolling over okay. there. I'm going against Sean Porter. I think this is a letdown game for the Rams. I think that the, the Arizona Cardinals and their fine offense is ready to go. This is an eight-time revenge game. They've yeah. lost eight in a row. That's what I was going to tell you. Eight in a row to the Rams, and they're, they're, they're Chomping at the bit, and it's just play can play. I wish I knew that. I wish I, I wish I, oh, I wish I knew that. And that's why right BB is here. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we talked about it earlier. I, I like the Patriots, I, I think that's way too many points uh, for, for Tampa, who's underperformed on defense to go all the way across the country. They got smacked in the mouth, and now they got to come in and take on Belichick. I'll take the Patriots and the points. All right. Uh, Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm going to lay it with the Kansas City Chiefs here. This is a great get-back game for the Chiefs. They're usually money after a loss, okay? And head coach Andy Reid coming back to Philadelphia. At what point in time will the Eagle fans start booing their own team? It's just going gonna, gonna to happen at some point in time during this game. And I think Kansas City is going to put the pedal to the metal here. Philly has all kinds of problems. They penalized. 13 times Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. They lead the league with 35 penalties for 232 yards. How about those numbers, huh? And Double B, you'll like this, right? Through three games so far, the Eagles, most penalized team in the NFL, they're on pace to break the NFL single season record for penalties held by who, Double B? Probably the Raiders. They got that right. (laughs) The 2011 Raiders. That's right. There you go. I'm taking Kansas City laying seven. All right, I'm going opposite showtime on both of these picks here. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm going to go against the streak where it says, you know, the Rams have beaten them eight in a row. I get that. But guess what? Here's a little trivia for you, guys. Who leads the NFL in scoring, Double B? Arizona. Thank you very much. 34 points a game. Oh, double. <laughs> Who's second in total yards, Double B? Arizona. That's it. 445 yards per game. Who is third in passing yards, Double B? I'm going to say the Arizona sure. Cardinals. 323. <laughs> Kyler Murray's getting it done, believe it or not. Nice. Yes. So I'm taking the points. Arizona plus five against the Rams. I think it's L.A. letdown. Four and a half, five, whatever you want. Oh, good. I'll, uh, take, I'll take the five, uh, TC. L.A. letdown. <laughs> All right. Big win for them over Tampa Bay last week. Arizona's tough. Defense is solid as well. J.J. Watt up front. Uh, Buda Baker in the back. I'm going to take a shot with the Cardinals here. And I'm going Chargers over the Raiders. I'm going to lay the three. I think it's a tough spot for the Raiders here. Uh, the, Cl- uh, the Chargers almost said Clippers. The yeah. Chargers better defensively. Okay, not sure the Raiders can slow down Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams and company. Uh, I think a little bit of a letdown here for, for the Raiders. That place is going to be packed with, with silver and black fans. I get that. But the Chargers are the better defensive team. They're playing well right now. They got a little mojo beating Kansas City last week. I'm going to take a shot. But, you know, I was I could flip that game because I was also going to go with uh, Jacoby Brissett 
in the get-back game here because I like the Dolphins, and we saw the Dolphins last week what they did to the Raiders. You know, they, they played very, very well uh, until the end. But Brissett was actually very good. He's playing a, against he, his old team, the Colts. He, he is a big so man. There's a bonus pick for him. He is a big guy out there. Right. When they converted that fourth and 20, I almost fell out of my seat. Ah. Yeah. The guy right. caught the back end of the ball. Right. It was unbelievable. Yeah. We're going right. out of bounds. It was, just, yeah. it was crazy. I was, I was drained. Our best bets are up on the website <laughs> at tcmartinshow.com. Showtime Sean Porter in the house. I love it when you're here, man. It's the best, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. No, I, I always enjoy it. You know that. Thanks for uh, for always inviting me in. That's it, man. And, again, I just, you know, I, I really don't like to uh, to knock on your door. I know, early, I know, I know. You know, because especially yeah. when you're training. Yeah. And I know you're always training. You're yeah. going to tell me, well, I'm always training this, that. Yeah. But I wanted to, to get you on so we could actually talk about the fight and just yeah. to hang out, of course, yeah. as usual, yeah. uh, before we get a little bit closer to the fights. But, you know, open invitation, man, you and, know. And I admire your persistence. Thank you, as always. <laughs> <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> you were saying, where's that tailgate last week? Where's that tailgate? How do I get there? Yeah. Boom, he's there. Yeah, it, it, that tailgate was out. Too, yes, it way. was. Yes, yeah, it was. Silver and Black Charlie, he cooked it up. Yeah. It was great. It was great. You know, it was a joy to be there early with you and, and enjoying that tailgate and yeah. watching all the fans and the yeah. music and people having a great time. The stadium was alive. It just, it just is, uh, it's fantastic to have the NFL here in Las Vegas. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff there. We had to get Showtime over to Legion Stadium here very, very soon as well, too. We will. That's right. We'll do it. Good stuff, my man. I think November 21st will be celebrating a victory at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Watching, he, I know he hates the Bengals, so the Bengals are playing him, so we'll be all over that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? We'll see. We'll yeah. see. He's kind of an Ohio guy. They, you yeah, know what they, I'm saying? they play after the Browns. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. They do. We're one o'clock. Those are ten o'clock. We'll, have to get, we'll put the Browns game on the tailgate mm-hmm. for you in the in the thing. You're I'm ready there. to go. I'm there. All right, man. Parting words for our audience. Uh, November 20th. Uh, this is one of those fights where you don't need to know the names. All you need yeah. to know is that there's going to be action. There's going to be excitement. And uh, I think that this is, like I said, man, this is one for the ages. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't just feel that because I'm involved. I really do yeah. think that this is something that is going to leave an everlasting impression on yeah. the world of boxing. And that, that was my number one goal when I turned professional. So I'm going to realize that dream um, pretty soon. You got it, man. Like I said before, you got a lot of people in your corner, man, including us. And you know how I feel, man. I can hardly wait for that night, the Mandalay Bay yeah. on November 20th. This is yeah. a fight that has been circled for a long time. Yeah. So good luck to you, my man. You. And, uh, you know, we're rooting for you big thank time. You. Thank you. Thank you. And big, I'll be back. You know no that. Doubt. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Showtime Sean Porter with us. All right. I want to thank Trevor Madge for joining us. Marco D'Angelo. Uh, as well. Double B here at the Cosmopolitan. Get on out here. Enjoy the sports book. It's a great weekend. The food fantastic as we know. Entertainment's back at the Chelsea. It's all happening here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Thanks you to everybody here. Thanks to uh, the G-Man Gilby right here, our on-site engineer, Numchuck back in the studio and we'll reconvene on Monday at 2 o'clock every Monday through Friday, 2 to 4. And, of course, here at the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas in the Sportsbook powered by William Hill every Friday right here. Double B, have a great weekend, brother. Great weekend. Uh, for for those of you who, who forgot, 10-1 is a big, big day here in Las Vegas, and we want to pay our respects That's to true. the people that we lost four years ago, and I'm sure there will be a great event tonight at T-Mobile uh, before the night's game. So, well uh, said, my friend. Ready to well go. Well said. All right. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. We will talk to you on Monday at 2 o'clock. Have a great one. Live from the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas, T.C. Martin saying so long. If you miss any part of the show, go check out the best bets. They're all up there at tcmartinshow.com.